Aaron literally started to show without telling anybody. Nope. I was like, is this real? <laughs> is this a go? <laughs> and you can find me at um, Kobe Complains, all one word. I did forget that time. <laughs> uh, my name is David. You can find me on Twitter at D underscore River underscore O. And you forgot to do the dramatic pause. I was, I just, I've been looking forward to it. I got to keep them on their feet. On their feet. <laughs> on their feet? On their feet. On the peats. I am Maverick. You can find me at heartbreak two underscores kid. What? Okay. <laughs> no. I would like to say that that intro proved why I put in those prep beats for the exact reason of if I forget to say when we're starting the show, then you know that we're starting. Why don't you tell somebody? I, I, I said, Okay. And then I clicked record. <laughs> well, we're recording now, wi- and that's all that matters. Did you whisper it? You were like, okay. <laughs> I definitely said okay. Anyways, I'm Aaron, and you can find me on Twitter at Aaron P. Friedman. Hey, Aaron, what was the trivia question last week? Last week's trivia question was... And I'm starting the timer. <laughs> what is the only Power 5 college football team to have every five yards on their field marked with numbers? I would have had the timer going if I would have known we were about to start. Ooh... Are you finished? Oh, my God. (laughs) As opposed to every 10. The correct answer is LSU. At one Paul Beam. Paul, you got the answer right. Congrats. You You already got your handshake. Yeah, Paul, knowing he was right, already got his handshake from me. So we're we're squaring that. Nice. Good for you. Being proactive with it. So. College football playoffs. Partitress. Getting a little spicy in here. The U is even more back. Oh my goodness! They weren't. They they were back in the fourth quarter. They had to come back. Yeah, I remember because I was in the tunnel looking at the scores. I was like, "Oh my god, Miami! Not Miami. Uh, Virginia's up twenty eight fourteen." And then I blinked, <laughs> <laughs> and they scored and got a pick six. It's like okay, I guess. Best defense in the world. Do you have anything to back that up other than just your... Just they just, have a chain dedicated to turnovers. And that makes them the and. best defense in the world. Yes. They have, a, they have a song dedicated to their turnover chain. So, again, from six down to one, this week, um, Wisconsin... Oh, nope. Auburn, Wisconsin, Oklahoma, Miami, Clemson, and Bama, all of which won their games, I believe. Yeah, the top 12 this week, like for the coaches and AP poll, the top 12 this week is the same as it was last week. I still think Miami should be at two, but that's just me. I mean, what's the difference between two and three? Who you have to play? (laughs) They play each other. Wait, what? Two and three. Oh, yeah, I guess they do have to play. Well, yeah, they do have to play it. Well, they have to play each other anyway, since they went out, if they uh, went out from the... uh, I'm losing my train of thought. If they went out in the ACC, they have to play each other in the championship game, don't they? Oh, true. Yeah. So there you go. There are. I feel like they are going to have to play each other. So here's an interesting question: If Miami loses to Clemson, do you drop them out of the top four? I think it depends on how close their game is, because if they get killed, then probably. But if it's a close game, then I don't know. It depends on how the other games like, go. Maybe like a, an onside kick away. Maybe a missed 
or uh, incorrectly called offsides call. <laughs> I'm glad someone picked up on it. But then we still have undefeated Wisconsin. Who? Who? <laughs> Never heard of her. <laughs> Never felt that emotion. Um, <laughs> sitting on the outside looking in. New David almost just spit out his Pepsi. <laughs> Wisconsin, I mean... I saw today that now Wisconsin has a harder strength of schedule than Bama. Technically, they do now, yeah. Just a fun fact for y'all. What about Auburn? I just can't justify letting Auburn in after they got smacked like that. Like, I don't know how you could let a team that gets just absolutely smacked into the college football playoffs. So from now, they're just playing free. They're just playing spoiler. Yeah. Say Auburn wins out, Miami wins out, Oklahoma wins out, and Wisconsin wins out. Does Alabama get left out? Well, wouldn't Auburn have to beat Alabama? Yeah. Yeah, they would have to beat Alabama. And when, and then when they beat Alabama, they would go to the um, SEC championship. I think Bama, they have to get let out, left out. Yeah. I mean, if Auburn beats Alabama. That is an interesting thing. I mean. That then, same, then, that, then, the same, same situation so happened a year ago and then, with then, Ohio State yeah. and Penn State. And, then there's and Ohio two. State got let in, and that's Ohio State, not Bama. So I don't see Bama getting left out. And that's a two-loss Auburn team. Wow. That, I, oh, I hate this. <laughs> I really hate this. <laughs> that's a two-loss Auburn team. Granted, Ohio State last year did have a huge win at Oklahoma and... Alabama wouldn't have a win nearly at that caliber, but also it's Bama, and we know that the committee adores Bama. I very much would just like to see the foolishness that will happen if Baker Mayfield wins the national championship. (laughs) I hate Baker Mayfield. Will he try to put a flag in a turf field again? (laughs) Will he make other obscene gestures towards the opposing bench? We were talking about this before the game, but Baker Mayfield is my favorite player in college football right now. I don't understand. I hate Baker Mayfield. He's so fun. It's just a good time. Did you like Johnny Manziel? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay, that explains it. Yeah, because <laughs> they are essentially the same person, except Baker Mayfield is more extreme on the field than off the field. Johnny Football yeah. also looked like one of the gremlins out of the movie, like, <laughs> after they poured water on them. like <laughs> After I saw what Johnny Menzel did to Duke in the Chick-fil-A bowl game, I was like, oh, yeah, he's my favorite. Oh, Rip them apart. <laughs> it was so fun to watch. Can Ohio State make the playoff? No. No. Good lord, they're it's sitting hard. at I don't nine. Think so, though. They got whooped. Mm-hmm. They did get whooped, but they're at nine. Auburn's at six. I mean, if enough happens, I could see it as a possibility. If they win this week at Michigan, win the Big Ten championship over Wisconsin, if either Miami or Clemson loses before the ACC championship, and then the other wins, Auburn just doesn't have that awful loss. Like Ohio State does, and I feel like I feel like Notre Dame and Ohio State are shouldn't be where they are. <laughs> Honestly, you think they should be lower? Yes, but I don't even know. But I don't even know who you would put above them because TCU lost to Oklahoma, Penn State lost to uh, Oh Lord, I'm blanking. They lost to Ohio State. Yeah, they did lose to Ohio State, and then they lost to um, 
shoot, who else did they lose to? And UCF is still sitting at 15. Michigan State, sorry. I said that UCF should be in the conversation. I think that it's, if a two-loss team makes it over an undefeated UCF, then we can just throw out all the minor conferences. I just think it's too far for them to jump because they're at 15 right now. Would they get a mid, Would they get a New Year's New Year six if they go undefeated? I think yes, so. I I'm think pretty so. sure that. At least I know with the BCS. I'm not sure if it's the same with the college football playoff, but with the BCS, if there was a group of five team that was in the top 15, then they automatically got a New Year's bowl. I'd be interested to see where they go. Let's see. They still have to play USF, which should be a really good game. They're both good. Maybe better than Miami. Ooh. <laughs> Did you see what happened in the second half of the Florida State game yesterday? I didn't know. It was I, All I know is that game was a total annihilation. It was so bad at halftime that the teams agreed to play two 10-minute quarters in the second half. Who did they play? Was it Delaware State? Delaware I believe. State. Oh, yeah. Okay. All of right. the Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference. Oh, no. The if it, no, then yeah. that, that means it was Delta State then. No, it was Delaware State. Are you sure? Yeah. They're in the same conference as A&T. He went undefeated. Congratulations, Ooh. Aggies. On to the Celebration Bowl. Look yeah. at y'all. 336. <laughs> oh, it was Delaware State? Yeah. I grew up on Aggie football. <laughs> My hometown. I don't know. Auburn's probably the most interesting prospect in, like, just looking at the college football playoff rankings. They're probably the most interesting um, of everybody that's here. But you know what else is interesting? Do y'all know? No. NC State. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all remember when they were a playoff contender? Good oh, times. man. Good times. And my friend Adam, he asked me if I thought that State was ever going, was going to the playoff this year. And I was like, no. He said, why? I was like, because they're State. He was like, that's not scientific at all. I was like, I know. But <laughs> it doesn't need to be. It's it, a it's the same state, just a different season. It might be scientific at this point. Yeah, it's another law of nature. Same I just, state because this was supposed to be, I think, quoted generational season. Yeah, and it's three losses with their best win against Boston College. <laughs> they have never gotten over that hump. No, but man, they're going to keep re-signing Dern, and that's okay. Because with him, it's not going to happen. Somebody so, tweeted, is the ink dry on that extension? <laughs> <laughs> the longest con. We lose next week just, <laughs> just to keep him hired. They beat us down by like 40 points and Doran keeps his job. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted us to at least kind of try with Mark Godfrey. Like to see if we could keep him around this long. Like make him like make a couple of close games to uh-huh. give the impression that he was at least trying. But then we beat him by fifty one. I think that was the I think that was the straw that a broke too the much. I think. It broke yeah. the camel's back. But yeah, I mean they lost to NC State lost to Wake Forest. Mm. Can probably just leave Can't it at that. Say I'm sad. Can't can probably just leave it at that. I'm not. I'm not sad at all. So Um moving on to another North Carolina football team that played yesterday. Like the, the University of, of North, North Carolina. Carolina. We won a football game. We did it! Yeah, boy! I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to go with that. <laughs> How is Garrett feeling after the game? <laughs> he uh, he was sitting with his friends, and you know the you know like the Odell Beckham Jr. quote where he's like, 
I'm not having fun anymore. <laughs> he sent that picture to, to the group message. <laughs> After like the third TD, he was like, no. <laughs> it was so nice to see us put 65 points on the board. That was just really exciting. Yeah. Because of Garrett, I saw a bunch of like Western people like feeling themselves before the game. And I was yeah. like, well, this is going to be fine. Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm not going to lie. I was legitimately worried at the beginning of that game. After they, they scored a touchdown, it kind of looked like we were like we almost threw a pick and then almost fumbled on the next possession. And then it was like, oh, my God, here we go. Because I fully believe in this team to blow any po- any game possible. So. But I feel like every time we play in FCS, like, they score on the first drive, and they get all hype, and then I feel like the coaches rip them a new one on the sideline, and then like, they go out and it's dominate time to the rest shut of the them game. Down. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if there's much to you, you can only take so much from an FCS win. Yeah. It was a little frustrating watching the their uh, quarterback, who's a dual-threat quarterback, just kind of run at will at the first half, but then the defense kind of clamped down and stopped that yeah. real fast. Austin Prohl came back and played. That True. W- that is very big. exciting. I ran around uh, the dining hall as we were all eating before <laughs> the game, screaming that Austin Prohl was coming back because that was just – it was extremely exciting to hear that decision that they he's, the doctors cleared him to play. And you could tell how excited he was to be back. Every time he caught the ball, he was pumping up the crowd. You could tell yeah. that he missed playing the game of football. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Fedora was telling in the uh, post-game press conference that that's all the guys that are hurt that have, you know, somewhat, like, prognoses that, like, they could potentially come back, but they're it's just the doctors being able to clear them uh, and that they're scratching and clawing their way trying to play back. But uh, luckily Austin got rolling. And he was like, his bones just healed. <laughs> that's what, <laughs> like, a reporter asked about. He's like, his bones just healed. I'm not a doctor, but they cleared him to play, and so we made a decision to make, let him play. I'm not saying anything, but I'm pretty sure the stat is that in every game, every road game, or actually, hold on, let me, let me start over. I think every underdog team that's gone on the road for the NC State-UNC matchup has won in the last four years. Like, the road team is one. That's a trend on Aaron P. Friedman levels. Yeah. I mean, I think we're going to win, so I like that stat. That is a guaranteed dub. If we win, that would just be be hilarious. I would drive all the way to Carter Finley and jump on that (laughs) in the middle of that field. (laughs) Plant the flag. Scream in North Carolina. (laughs) Same raise up. I'm going to turn. I'm going to, like, evolve into P.D. Pablo. (laughs) Carter Finley. Especially after all the tears they've cried over the past year. You know, us winning a national championship, beating them by 51 points not getting punished by the scandal, and then beating them in football after their, as you said, their uh, generational season. Oh, that would just be, so sweet. be the icing on oh, the cake. I'm not really great. going in with any expectations. Like, it's a down season for us. Yeah. If we win, it's nice. If yeah. we win, it's really nice. If, if we lose, I'm not I'm not about pressed it. about it. You know? Yeah. like Either way, we dodged that 10-loss season, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, like, I think they said this on the Carolina Insider pod, but four and eight? Would it be if we went out? Yes. Mm-hmm. Four and eight looks a lot better than one in, I can't do math, 11. Ten? Ten? Sorry. Eleven. 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 I was right the first time, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Also, our boy Manny Miles got some playing time yesterday. Did he? Yes. Mm-hmm. I kind of blacked out at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, I wish I had a running clock at the end of that game. I know. Oh, that we were good about running it, I think, though. Yeah. 
we the clock management was a lot. I was mu- very pleased with how we were using the clock in that game. I felt bad for Brandon Harris. Yeah, I it was. Uh, I, the- I don't know if you could really call it his senior day because he's only here for one year, but it's his senior day and he didn't play one down. Yeah, I wish he would have. I wish that Fedora would have let him play. Like did Donna Coach Williams and no bad, no matter who was a senior, mm-hmm. let them play. And you, like you couldn't let him play in the second half. Like you had yeah. to put Chaz in. Like you couldn't just let Brandon Harris close like, out the second snap, half. Yeah, it's a not a big deal, but that does just kind of suck. You know, I feel bad for him, but also he does kind of suck at football. So like, I know, but I just feel bad because he transferred here like for like a second chance. And, yeah, like, and then and it's he, not it's not it's not anybody else's fault but his. Cause, no, he like, he kind of blew the chance, but like it's still kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, the way it turned out, especially because he seems like such a nice person. Mm-hmm. Like. And I noticed when we were playing Hark after the game, he kept his helmet on. Mm. And you could just tell he wasn't really about it. And I, I feel bad. Yeah, it's okay. If we went through all the players that didn't get to play on their senior day, I'm sure it would be a long list. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Um, Are we moving on to basketball? Against Bucknell. <laughs> Knock if you Bucknell. <laughs> <laughs> um, we saw the season debut of Joel Berry. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect much from him. I mean, yeah, he's recovering from the hand injury. He's he a little made, rusty. He hit one shot. <laughs> yeah, he hit one shot. Um, it was his first shot. And I was like, oh, he back. And then <laughs> it's um, he's working off the rust. It's rough when you're like, that's a shooting can and you can't like yeah. use it for three to four weeks like you're gonna be rusty when you come back i'm not pressed about it yeah no i really enjoyed the game uh i think we'll we'll get into it i guess right now the one person that definitely showed out this game was mr sterling manley yeah the lotto pick aka big stir (laughs) aka the lotto lotto (laughs) i did y'all see his garrison brooks on his instagram story is oh my god the lotto pick <laughs> with Sterling Manley, <laughs> and it warmed my heart. <laughs> He's but, gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good. when we were first talking about this team and evaluating how the players were going to be this season, we were all, I think, in agreement that Sterling was going to be the less, the I, least developed of the three bigs. I thought he was going to be the third option. Yeah, mm-hmm. the least minutes. Uh, you no, know, he's going to be a four-year player. Maybe start developing and contributing junior and senior year but he definitely stepped up in a big way uh was it 16 points and 13 13 rebounds and 17 minutes of play seven offensive rebounds six defensive rebounds that is efficiency that's tony bradley level rebounding right there i want to see i would i'd be anxious to see what his per is his per because that that's monstrous um, Bucknell is a season team. They returned all five of their starters from last year. Um, and you could tell they played well together. Yep. Um, that, um, knockoff Frank Kaminsky was just like draining shots like <laughs> yeah. back and left. No, and he, right. was, he was throwing up the curries like yeah. from yeah. the logo. And, uh, Bryce who was sitting next to me was really hurt cause they ran the Villanova play. Oh, the tra- they hit the trailer. They hit when it, he shot it from like the logo. Yeah, that was the that was the Villanova play, and he was really hurt about it. <laughs> We've seen this before. But, the game was it was kind of close in the second half, but the whole time I felt like we were killing them. 
Like that game never felt like it was really close. It. Are you sure? Are, we, are you sure you were watching the same game? I feel like it got really kind of pressed towards the end. <laughs> they were only down like, one at so at one point. Yeah, but after that, we I looked up and we were up thirteen again. And exactly, there, saying, there, there was like a two or three possession stretch where I was like, "Oh, this is kind of close." But the vast majority of the game, I felt like, even though it was within ten points almost the whole time, I felt like we were in a different league than them. I still think we, we could have very easily lost that game. But apparently that means I think the world is falling, according to some people at Twitter. <laughs> so hmm, who could that have been? Hmm, I don't know, because I just can't have honest analysis. That's OK, though. I'm a hot take <laughs> machine. The season is over. We almost lost the Bucknell. We're never winning a new, another game, <laughs> obviously. No, but as Colby mentioned, they are a season team. They played West Virginia in the NCAA tournament and only lost Took by them to six. the wire. Yeah, lost by six. So they know how to play. Quality teams. Yep. So. I mean, I think Colby did say it. We were, were going to be battle tested by the time we hit ACC play. Oh, yeah. Um, one of those tests is coming up this week. Stanford. Uh, we go to Stanford on Monday, and after that, we start the PK-80 um, on Thursday on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. A little Thanksgiving action for you. Um, the team is already in California. I just saw a tweet from Carolina Basketball, mm-hmm. um, a little video that they made. Um, they flew out on Friday, I believe. Um, game at 10.30, 30 on today, if you're listening to this today, it comes out. We should, we should win this. I feel like we're aware. Roy, uh, coach Williams is a good enough coach to not fall into a trap, like to not underestimate any team. Yeah. So I think we'll be okay. And then we face Portland. On the, first the Trailblazers, day. like yeah, we Dame play, Willard. We play um, Dollar Dame, Dollar Dame on um, Thanksgiving at two thirty. Um, so, which is a more oh wow, it's a morning game for them. Mm-hmm. That's rough. Yikes. Um. Yeah, we have a possibility of seeing Arkansas. Ooh, they probably. I saw some they people on Twitter mad. already start rumblings of like being real mad about it because uh, they don't do not like us. Nope. At all. I saw somebody say that because uh, I think the week before, actually the, the game before we played Bucknell, Bucknell played Arkansas and they yeah. got like Bucknell got smacked by Arkansas. Yeah. And somebody posted a score of that one. It's like, lol, you couldn't even beat Bucknell by whatever many points that we did. <laughs> hold this ring. And I was like, quick. hold the ring, though. <laughs> hold it. <laughs> they, they're going to unleash Pig Suey on us. That's one of the that was one of the stupidest chants I've ever seen. I like it a lot. So annoying. They, I liked it until they were winning. Mm. (laughs) And I was real annoyed. Yeah. I just don't get it. I don't know. That's how you call the pig. Yeah, it's Razorbacks. You're proud of calling a pig? Yeah. As your team chant? Yeah. Do we do a a ram call? Rams don't talk, so... They bleat. (laughs) Yeah, do pigs talk? It's debatable. (laughs) (laughs) What? You've watched Babe too many times. Yeah, <laughs> that'll do, pig. That'll do. Um, I think Theo Pinson had the quietest nineteen points I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, <laughs> dude was he like oh he was on triple double watch for that game. He had five tall. rebounds, six assists, but attacking the basket and that's the best that he's ever been is when he's when, and it's, that goes for a lot of players on a team when they attack the basket, they make good looks and they make good plays. Uh, making some very acrobatic moves at the rim um, and 
I mean, I think the same goes for Seventh Woods. So uh, I hope hopefully everything gets better. Um, Luke May is a National oh, Player of the Year contender. He's averaging yeah, he 23 is. points a game. Let's see who else did well. Garrison Brooks did I. I thought it was kind of telling that Sterling Manley was playing at the end of the game. Uh, just cause, I mean, I don't know if that's anything. I just like with how he was playing for that whole game, I guess he was just a better option. Um, Kenny Williams, 10 points, two of four from the three-point line. I know every time Theo Pinson shot a three-pointer, Bryce looked at me and went, no. <laughs> God, no. Um, but, yeah. Uh, the PKAD uniforms came out. Do we have a noise that in, is indicative of whatever means trash? Is there a, is there a... I feel like that's not trash enough. I feel like that indicates my thoughts on the uniform. <laughs> I think that they're pretty bad. Is this a hot take? Does that count as a hot I take? I feel like it's very universally not liked. I think Turner Walston, I think this is something that he tweeted, that the UNC looks weird. Because yeah. I feel like nobody here calls this school UNC. Yeah, we just call it Carolina. Carolina or North Carolina or the Tar Heels. Yeah. And it just says, like, UNC. UNC you know, I don't know. It makes me like, feel weird. Yeah, it does yeah. make you feel weird. It looks like a practice uniform. Yeah. Very plain. They're all very plain. Phil Knight, what is you doing, baby? I think um, Dukes look good. Oklahoma. Didn't you say Oklahoma? Yeah, and Oklahoma's look, look good. I feel like Texas Texas is... <laughs> Texas would look good if they had like cream instead of black lettering. Um, I don't understand why we couldn't have had white uniforms because Nike has to be extra and make jerseys. I, just, separate. Had, I mean, the black argyle on the sides looks okay. I don't mind the argyle, I think the argyle looks fine. It looks fine, but like just the it just looks off. Like, it, I don't think it fits without like a border around it. It's just that we have one of the most iconic uniforms in college basketball. Arguably the most iconic. Yeah. And know. you had to switch it up and make it look nasty. <laughs> On a side note, not moving away from this topic, I do kind of miss the, like, I saw pictures over the weekend of, like, the old, um, like, large jerseys, like, the over, like, uh, I don't know what to call it, like, the, just jerseys that were, like, a little, they didn't fit very tight. They were, like, a little bit baggy. Mm-hmm. And I really miss those. Like, I miss the really baggy jerseys. I don't. Really? I, don't. I, a good, I thought it was a good look. Like, seeing, like, videos of, like, James Worthy and, like, the baggy uniforms just, like, yeah. swimming in their uniforms. Yeah, man. I love it. I like the form-fitting uniforms. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like these. I don't like the cut on our uniforms anyway. I don't like the... The, the, the new Nike the, cut. With the, the cut in the back where it's, like, yeah. really deep into... Like the back. Like a sports bra. It's it like, kind of does look like a sports bra. Yeah. Ah, well. I, uh, mi- I miss the uniforms that we wore in, I think, 2012 at the Carrier Classic. The ones that had the camouflage. Yeah, yeah. Those were nice. Those were really nice. Yeah, Adrian right. on green. Hold this L. <laughs> um, elsewhere in college oh, wait, basketball. No, that wasn't that one. What am I thinking of? I think it was 2009. A- wait, what? Wasn't that 2009 that I happened? He might still be on the team. I don't know. Whatever. Um, elsewhere in college basketball. Uh... Michigan State got destroyed by a 2-3 zone from Duke. If they're going to play zone all year, it's going to make Duke even more insufferable. But also, how do you not plan for a zone for any team? Like they, yeah, no. Michigan State looked lost yeah, they on did offense. Look, they did. Which I feel good. I feel good about us against the zone because we have mm-hmm. Luke May, who can hit mid-range jump shots, who can bust the zone. Yeah. Um. And then we have good rebounders 
at least one good rebounder. <laughs> the thing about the ACC is that we're going to see every single type of defense. Yeah, we are. We got the Virginia pack line. We see the matchup zone in Louisville. We get the 2-3 zone in Syracuse. And I guess Duke now. Oh, yeah. Um, is Louisville still going to use the matchup zone? Oh, true. Patino's gone. Oh, you know, I didn't think about that. Well, he was an assistant coach. The new coach has been was an assistant coach, wasn't he? Yeah. He might still use the That's matchup true. Zone. We'll see. We'll see. I haven't been. I haven't watched any Louisville games, so neither have I. But watching the Michigan State Duke game, Grayson Allen has a new protege for. I saw that hated <laughs> player. Um, it, what I want to talk about? Oh, uh, with NC State's basketball team, something that wasn't negative about them with um, the NCAA granted eligibility to Braxton Beverly. Thank mm-hmm. God. I mean, that's the right decision. It is the right decision. I thought it was really stupid that they were telling him he couldn't play, that he was transferring, quote-unquote, from Ohio State for taking one summer class. Before he knew he was transferring. Yeah. Yeah. It makes no sense. I'll admit, though, I got my seven laughs out of it because they released that whole decision the day that the scandal came out. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah. (laughs) So we got to get our jokes and our justice. Mm. It was good. They still gonna be bad, so it's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. What is happening to Wake Forest? I don't know. I thought they were gonna be good. They're one and four. They've lost to. They've played five games already. They've lost to Georgia Southern, Liberty, Drake, and Houston. Their only win is against Quinnipiac. 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 <laughs> I told you it's how it's pronounced. It's no, Quinnip- it's it's Quinnipiac. There's an I in there. There's, there's an I in there. It's Q-U-I-N-N-I-P-I-A-C. Someone look up that pronunciation because I am very confident. Why, why would you ignore the I in it, though? It's a silent I. What the, the, no. <laughs> tell, me more, tell me more about the silent I. What is I'm this not, English I'm not language a, you talk I'm not about? a linguistics expert. We do have a lingu. Aren't you a linguistic? I'm a Hispanic sp- linguistics. Yeah, isn't that and like? You would pronounce isn't there the some I. carryover to English in that? No, in Spanish you pronounce every letter. That must be why you say poignant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold on, we are pulling up a pronunciation. One second, Quinnipiac. Boy. Boy, you wrong. That's a fake pronunciation. <laughs> uh, can you pull up the Bye Felicia yeah. sound, please? <laughs> this is why we need the soundboard. Bye Felicia. There we uh-huh. go. That's hey. for you. Um, I forgot entirely what we were talking about. Uh, oh, we're talking about how bad Wake Forest is. Oh, yeah, they're bad. Because they lost to Quinnipiac. Or no, their only win was against Quinnipiac. Or, yeah. But they just lost to Houston. I... I don't understand. You lose to Drake, Liberty, Georgia Southern, Houston. That's awful. They're the Georgia Tech of <laughs> of this year. Uh, but moving on, NFL. Um, Panthers have a bye week. We won on Monday night pretty handily. Schmacked the Dolphins. Um, I was so happy with that game. Devin Funches looks exponentially faster than Kelvin Benjamin. Yes, he does. Runs his routes really well and aggressively. Uses his size. Christian McCaffrey had himself a game. Was running between the tackles. Made some great catches. Um, who else? Curtis Samuel was finally starting to get into it. 
um, but unfortunately got hurt. Might be out for the... Isn't he on season-ending IR? Yeah. Yeah. And um, defense looked good per usual. Uh, the Browns, Browns to wave the game at the end. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope bit. you know that if you do have to audition for drum major and they're eliminated, you have to wear that brown bag. Because you can't change the, the terms of this... Bet. We never said it was at the first practice after. We just said it was at a rehearsal. Oh, we're changing it up. You sneaky. No, we're not. Ooh. This is how it was. Agreed well, to. Stu got to the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not changing anything. I'm using the terms that we agreed to. Now, it's, I'm good to, it's glad to know that you're a, you're a man of honor, Aaron. I'm holding up my word. No, you're not. Yes, I am. <laughs> if you get eliminated, if they get eliminated from the playoffs, who's the one that chooses? Why do you get to choose when you wear it? Then? Why do you get to choose? Because I'm the one that made the bet and won the bet. I made the bet, too. But I won the bet. We Ooh, ne- choke on that logic, boy. Yeah. <laughs> we never discussed. Oh, man. I just want all our listeners listening to because this. Because we also said that we would hypothetically have to run it by Mr. Fuchs. Listen to this. I'll run it by Mr. Fuchs. I don't care. (laughs) I'll ask him. (laughs) You think I won't? (laughs) You can lift up your little bag and go, hello, I'm Aaron Friedman, and I lost this bet because the Browns suck, and then conduct. Boom. I'll get get some popularity with that one. (laughs) Do the Titans play this week? Unfortunately, we did, and we got... We played on Thursday night and got... Destroyed by the Pittsburgh Steelers, forty to seventeen. Jinkies. <laughs> uh, Marcus Mariota had four interceptions. It's not optimal. You can't win when you get that many turnovers. And above all, all the credit to the Steelers. They're a really excellent team. As Miss Golden would have said, that could have gone better. <laughs> Speaking of turnovers, um, so as we're recording, it's five fifty-seven on Sunday. Um, Tyrod Taylor was be- was benched for the Peter Man. Nathan Peterman, for those who don't know that. <laughs> the Peterman has thrown five interceptions <laughs> in the first half, um, which is a third of Tyrod Taylor's um, interceptions, over a third of the interceptions in Tyrod Taylor's career. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> see how it plays out. It's not playing out well for them. <laughs> I, I don't understand why he's still in. Like, what's the record for interceptions in a game? I will look that up now. It's getting close. I know Jake DeLome had six turnovers in the game um, against the Cardinals in the divisional round of the playoff in 2008 and broke my heart Mm. (laughs) on his birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday to him. Um, The NFC South, both the Bucks and the Saints won today. Um... The Dolphins choked away a win, as did the um, Washington racial slurs. Um, so Panthers couldn't win there. Their uh, Vikings beat the Rams. <laughs> Held the Rams to seven points, the highest scoring offense in the NFL. That is Held impressive, them to actually. Seven points. Ten- technically, the uh, record for most passes intercepted is eight. From who? When? Jim Hardy, uh, and that was the Chicago Cardinals versus the Philadelphia oh, Eagles. That doesn't Se- count. September 4th, 1950. They were still learning like, how to throw. Mergers, what, 77? <laughs> What's it? Post-77. Post-77. Um, Steve DeBerg, uh, seven interceptions. Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus San Francisco 49ers in 86. 
Backtracking a bit, but speaking of birthdays, Jim Mora, UCLA's coach, was fired today, and it is his birthday. Yikes. Heck of a birthday present. Ouch. Happy birthday, Jim. That really stinks. Other than that, pretty boring day in the NFL. Um, the Giants won. The Giants beat the Chiefs <laughs> in overtime. Who are these Chiefs? I don't recognize the Chiefs. Yeah. I don't know what happened. They do not look good. You remember last... Good. Didn't I say last week or two weeks ago that they're crumbling? Yeah, and I didn't believe it yet, but they're... <laughs> they're they lost to the Giants, the, the G-Men. Yeah. Oh, the Giants are bad. Even when they won, I was like, good Lord, this is a bad team. Yeah. <laughs> um, It's not good. Uh, Bengals are up on the Broncos. <laughs> uh, Carolina giveth and Carolina also taketh. Uh, Mitch Trubisky had himself a decent <laughs> game. He had himself a good game. And uh, Connor for, freaking fart. I just want to set the situation up for our <laughs> listeners. Uh, fourth and th- fourth and thirteen, game on the line. Mitch Trubisky scrambles for like fifteen yards, gets them into field goal range. It's like a forty-five yard field goal. Feeling pretty good about themselves. Connor Barth comes in and kicks one of the worst kicks I may have ever seen in my life. Was probably 10 yards off from the entire goalpost. Connor Barth, I think the all-time scoring leader in UNC history, if not, is his brother Casey Barth. How? <sighs> Who is this? I, I, how does he still have a job? Sigh. How? He was a good kicker in the NFL. Was. I don't know. Uh, a Deshaun Watson-less Texans beat the Cardinals 31-21. to Rams got beat by the Vikings, who look like a legit contender now, um, 24 to 7. Saints, oh, I watched the Redskins Saints game. Oh, so Redskins were up two possessions in the fourth quarter, and they done choked it. Went to OT, couldn't get it moving. Saints score is over. So, moving on to next week, uh, Panthers have the Jets in the Meadowlands. Should be a dub. Again. Should. <laughs> Should. Should. <laughs> I put nothing past this team. Um, the Browns, do you know? We have at Cincinnati. L. L. <laughs> we have our second game against the Colts. So we're back into divisional play. So I want to fix kickoffs. All right. This is. Oh, dear. You, you go for it. I want to fix kickoff. Give there me is, your reasoning. There is a video from SB Nation YouTube channel by John Boyce. Boyce, I think is how you say his last name. The Boyce. Called um, Kickoffs Are Stupid and Bad. Um, and basically his rationalization was kickoffs barely look like football. Most of the time they're boring, like nothing happens. Kickoff returns are rare, and for the most part, they aren't that exciting. Like, most of them are like They hit the hole, they're gone, and that's it. Mm-hmm. The only exciting part about it is the six points waiting at the end. So, Greg Schiano, um, former coach of Rutgers and the Buccaneers. I'm not sure where he is now. Um, when he was coaching Rutgers, he had that one player that got, like, paralyzed from the kickoff. Do you all remember that? Eric LaGrange was his name? Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember. Eric LaGrand. LaGrand. That is the correct pronunciation. I know him personally. Okay, yeah, that's his name. Um, you want to tell that story real quick? I met him 
uh, a thing because I'm bald. <laughs> That's essentially the story. Wow. Um, so we hit Greg Shiano's idea for fixing the kickoff was to, there was just a very nice family that walked by and looked very confused at what we were doing. They gave us a really weird look. They were holding a turkey. Yeah, a whole, whole turkey as they walked by. I hope they come back and give us some. Anyway. Any well. <laughs> their idea, his idea for fixing the kickoff was whenever you score extra point, you get the ball fourth and 15 on your own 30. I'm sorry, wait. Can you say it one more time? So, where you are in a normal kickoff situation, yeah. you get the ball fourth and 15 on your own 30-yard line. What do you mean fourth and 15? It's like instant fourth and 15. So, like, you can – you have to get to the 45 for a first down. But most teams would just punt it away. So, essentially, it would be a make it, take it for football. Huh. Where you could go for it, and if you get the first down, you just keep possession. Huh. So – some numbers. Uh, this is because if you get rid of the kickoff altogether and just like give people the ball in the 25, you also get rid of the onside kick. Um, a surprise onside kick success rate is 25%. Um, an expected onside kick success rate is about 5.2%. The percentage of teams that get fourth and 15 is around 22 and a half. So it's not. If you want to make it harder, make it um, fourth and twenty, and make them go from there. But I think fourth and fifteen is fine. I would have to. I'd have to let that marinate for a second. I don't know how I feel about that. I really like it. I don't know how I feel. I'm gonna. How go deep? Out. How deeply have you thought about like the semantics of it? Because I have some questions. Hit me with questions. So, like, say there's an excessive celebration penalty on the touchdown, mm-hmm. and those are usually enforced on the kickoff. Right. Would that be 4th and 30 or 4th and 15 from further back? 4th and 15 from further back. Just like um, an onside kick, you still have to go 10 yards from wherever you kick the ball. So it would be 4th and 15 from the 15-yard line. Any more questions? I don't know. I was thinking about getting rid of, like, how if we just got rid of kicks altogether in football. Yeah, but the onside kick is a really important part. I understand that, yeah. How would, just, how would you do an onside kick, though? You would just go, you for, go it. for it. You just have to convert to 4th and 15. Oh. Yeah. I wish we could. I wish. And punts are a lot safer than kickoffs. I would love to... Get rid like if I would love it if every team went for it on fourth and whatever. Like if we just got rid of punting and just they just went for it. Scoring explosion. Yeah. But I think this would like give this would this would give you more scoring in the NFL without the extreme risk of like just blowing up a lead like forty five to nothing in the first half because the team can't get out of their own side of the field. Is there any like rep, like effects on timing of games by doing this? I mean, they'd probably do the same like extra point commercial, fourth and fifteen, whatever. If they get it commercial, um, if they don't get it commercial after that, since it'll be a change of possession. Hmm. What about penalties during the play? Like, 
say there's, say say there's a holding on offense on a kickoff, you would just apply that to the end of it. But what do you do if they go for it on that fourth and fifteen? Fourth and twenty-five. But essentially, it's just like any other play. Like yeah, what, just what, like any other play. Well, if there was pass interference, it would be an automatic <laughs> it's a first. first down. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. It very much favors the offense. It does. Which is, I mean, I'm, I don't know, but like I, for teams that their staple is defense, that would be like a ugh, ugh. get good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing at uh, the very least. I'm going to go watch that video after this. You should. Um, and I'll come back with my thoughts. I was already going to talk about this, but um, Jake at Jake is she writes our theme music tweeted at um, the pod this week. Um, so if you look in our, um, mentions for our, what do you want us to talk about tweet? You can find a video there. I can retweet it too. Go check it out. It's a really cool video. It's about 13 minutes long. Go check it out. So Aaron, the revival of the baseball corner. We back. You get like 10 seconds for this. <laughs> baseball season's over. I don't want to have to think about it. I have real things to talk about. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, for once. Not like I don't have real <laughs> things to talk about during my normal baseball corner. I do. Except the Indians losing in the playoffs. Because then you shut yourself out and didn't do it. I did do it. <laughs> you did do it, it after they sad. lost. Yes, I did. <laughs> did you? Yes. And it was super sad. No, I'm saying remember, like I ended, after I, that. After that, though. Oh, well, because baseball season was over. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a scrub. <laughs> Two minutes. Are you ready? Yeah. Ingo. Okay. So this week we had awards uh, given out. Corey Kluber, Klubot, won the MVP. Or not the MVP. I wish he won the MVP. He won the Cy Young for the AL. There wasn't really a contest. Chris Sale did have an amazing season. He had a 2.9 ERA. He had 308 strikeouts, and he had 17 wins. But Kluber beat him in ERA. He had a 2.25 ERA. He had... 18 wins and he had 265 strikeouts. He played three less games and he only pitched 11 less innings. I mean, if you thought that sale was winning the MVP that Cy Young after the collapse that he had in August and September, you were kidding yourself. Kershaw didn't win the Cy Young. Scherzer won it, which that surprised me because Kershaw was unbelievable this season. He had a 2.3 ERA. He won 18 games. He had 202 strikeouts, which isn't as many as a lot of other guys, but he also only played 27 games. He lost it to Scherzer, who beat him in whip, but he had his ERA was worse by 0.2. Scherzer did have 60 more strikeouts. I mean... Scherzer, not saying that Scherzer isn't deserving, but I would have voted for Kershaw. But I also think that Kershaw is like on an Alabama level at this point where they have a different judging system because he's he's just so dominant. And he's one of the best lefties of all time. 15 uh, seconds. All right, I got to wrap it up. Judge didn't win the MVP. I'm really happy about that. I hate Aaron Judge. Quit being a scrub. Hater. Yeah. You like Aaron Judge? Honestly, yes. There's not a reason to dislike him. Why would you dislike him? He's a scrub. 
Again, <laughs> saying things with no factual information. You said that I'm a scrub. Do you have any factual information to back it up? Yes, because you say stupid things like that. <laughs> Anyways, there are 130 days till opening day. Where the Indians will lose again. Sorry, what? Bet. <laughs> you don't uh, know where you get You can take the field on that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, time for my corner. Wait. I added David's hot takes in here. I don't know where they went. Oh. David, do you have some hot takes you want to get off? I'm going to have a quick one. Lamb um, what you got? I kind of kind of referenced it earlier, but I genuinely don't think that Carolina is going to win another game the entire year. Panthers? No. Just uh Oh, basketball. Bas- basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Fire away. Holy crap. Can't coach. The sky is falling. Bucknell almost beat us. I mean, come on, guys. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, Luke May is our best player. Are you kidding me? We can't keep that consistency. Don't you disrespect my student like hey, that. No, 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 no. We're going to lose every game. Okay, Maverick? All right? We're Don't not going to win any. Don't you disrespect my student. You know what? I don't even think we're going to win any games for the next two years. Okay? That's how bad I think it's going to be. Okay? The sky is falling, guys. They are trying very hard. Carolina is over. It's canceled. <laughs> That's my hot take. Carolina's cancel party. It's canceled. Okay? It's over. Go home, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) While we're here, does anybody else have any hot takes they need to get off? I'm not a scrub. (laughs) Steaming. (laughs) Uh, The Mavericks are screwed out of the 2006 NBA Finals. Tim Gunnagy actually commented on it this week. That he knew the refs had intentionally uh, given more fouls uh, to our team so that Miami could like close gaps and make the the series go on for longer. Space Jam is a bad movie. Speaking of movies, I've never seen Space Jam start <laughs> to finish because well, it's boring. We're hitting them. Seg- <laughs> we're hitting them segways today. <laughs> Speaking of movies, um, this week I saw a movie the day it came out. Um, which is pretty hype. And David, as soon as you're ready, I'll start talking about Ooh. it. Uh, how much time you want? However much time you want to give me. <laughs> I'll give you uh, three minutes. Three? That's a lot of time. I won't need okay, I'll give you two minutes then. Two minutes and question time. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to point out that I remembered to tell you this time. And go. Thank you. Um, this week I saw Justice League directed by Zack Snyder. Um mostly directed by Zack Snyder. He had to step away from the project during post-production and Joss Whedon took the reins of the movie. So about that, someone described this movie as a very pretty, a very attractive tapestry, but you can very much see the seams. If you pulled a thread from the seams, then the movie falls apart, which I very much agree with. I like this movie. I did. And the further away I get from the movie, the more I like this movie. But you, I can see why the critics would not like this movie. There, it was very cut and paste. You can almost see where like a Zack Snyder scene ends and a Joss Whedon scene begins. Um, you can very much get like the Avengers type humor, just like the people sitting in a room talking and there are jokes happening. The big character move character moments in the movie are definitely the Joss Whedon parts. Um, 
the big action at the beginning of the movies, um, pretty much up until the third act, which I think they entirely retconned um, when Joss Whedon came in. You can tell those are very much Zack Snyder moments. Um, the camera work, I was a little disappointed with the number of Gal Gadot butt shots. <laughs> there were so many. Like, it, it was Come obvious. On. Like, there were no upskirt shots of Wonder Woman in the entire Wonder Woman movie directed by Patty Johnson. I think there were four in this movie. That's was, just, that makes me physically angry. It was what, very... What, like, what sort of... I'm going to pause the, the time because <laughs> this is just me cutting into your time. But what purpose does that serve for the story, for the exposition, like anything? What purpose does that serve? To get dudes to buy tickets. It's so stupid, though. People went to see Wonder Woman. I'm assuming dudes also went to go see Wonder Woman. I'm a dude, and I did go. To I see am also Wonder a Woman. dude, <laughs> and I also went to see Wonder Woman. I don't know. It was very disappointing. Very strategically placed letter of pants on Gal Gadot. Anyway, did you? I know there was a thing about this earlier, but like, there were some people that were upset that they changed the the Amazon's Amazon um, costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was um, it noticeable in the movie? Yes and no. I, I noticed it because it was pointed out to me. Okay. But it wasn't like egregious, like to the point where it was no, like, what because, is happening? Um, Wonder Woman's mom, I forget her name. Like she was dressed, I pretty much think pretty close to how she was dressed in the Wonder Woman movie. Got it. Um, but because it was pointed out to me, I noticed it. Um, I'm, I'm starting. Keep 15, it going. You have 15 seconds. Um, 15 seconds. Good Lord. I talked that long about it. Um, I thought it was fine. Um, the character characters were okay. Jason Momoa was in his own movie, but in a good way. Ezra Miller was fine. Um, I still prefer Grant Gustin's um, Flash. Auto. <laughs> um, Cyborg was... He said Booyah, so it was fine. <laughs> um, I'll give the movie a 7.07 out of 10. That's kind of high for what I've been hearing. I, I, I liked it. Yeah. I liked no, it. No, that's good, but like, I'm glad you liked it. I still have to go see Thor, and then I have to see Justice League. Two more quick things. Yeah, go for it. It was really it was a two-hour movie, which I was excited for at first, um, and then concerned about because I wasn't sure if they'd be able to fit everything in there. You can definitely tell that they were like, the studio was like, get this under two hours. I think there was a good like 30 to 40 minutes I was just left on the cutting room floor. I would very much like to see the director's cut. Um, CGI on the villain was terrible. Just bad. Bad, bad, bad. Hmm. Cool. Yes. All Next right. week, hopefully, I'll get to see Coco. Pixar movie. Uh, yes, Coco. To be fair about that two-hour thing, I mean, like, two hours is a long movie. Mm. Any longer than that is a long movie. Star Wars, they're, what, two and a half hours? Yes. Episode and 8 those, will be 150 minutes. I was and just going to make that. Like, and those, yeah. This and, next Star Wars movie is about and to be... And we're going to enjoy every the, living second of well, it. But I'm saying, like, <coughs> I get exhausted from watching a movie that's more than two hours, usually. Because that's just... It's a long time to be only focused on the movie. It's very rare that a movie holds your attention for a full two hours plus. But the movies that can do that are... Star Wars. Good, yes. <laughs> I would agree with that. Like, even, like, staples of cinema, like The Godfather... Or, like, Lord of the Rings. Sometimes I'm just like, my brain is fried. You can feel the length. Yes. That's that's the way I like to... F- Even Star Wars, sometimes you can feel the length because there are, like, some exposition 
parts are we where talking, are we talking prequels or like uh, I think Rogue One. Have you Rogue heard One the, the first act especially? Yeah, yeah. Darth Plagueis device. Sorry, what? <laughs> have you oh, ever stop heard <laughs> the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Please stop. Please don't. Uh, like, yeah, Rogue One. You could definitely feel the length. About halfway through, you're like, oh, we still got a lot of movie to go. But that third act, though. That oh, that third. That act. third act. The last. Like five minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Another one is Titanic. Amazing s- movie, but that's it's three hours, 15 minutes. This is where you get to grill me. I still have not and watched Titanic start to finish. I don't blame you. It's that's such, hard. It's, you have to dedicate <laughs> a day, an afternoon to it because it's three hours, 15 minutes. It's a great movie, but it is long. Three hours and 15 minutes. That's a lot yeah, of time. It's more than I'm willing to sit down and watch. Did y'all see that's the... two hundred and no one hundred ninety five minutes? See, like I was interested in like the Godfather and the Godfather two, just because like I'm into. I've the, never like, seen the, the Godfather. I'm into the mafia thing, uh, but like I just I don't. There's nothing in Titanic that's gripping to me. Did you ever play Mafia Wars on Facebook? Those little Facebook games back in not. the day. I did not. I uh, always got uh, the little notifications as people sent me requests on them though mafia wars and farmville my, oh, two, my farmville. two uncles played mafia wars competitively my farm on farmville was the bomb the absolute bomb i, I miss farmville farmville is great there's a farmville north carolina hand of farm farmville virginia we should go visit. Mm. We should start playing Farmville again. We should. We'd reboot <laughs> from, from <laughs> only four players <laughs> from Farmville, North Carolina. <laughs> we uh, should, like, that's what we should start it off then. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all see the Incredibles 2 teaser? Yes. 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 I am hype. I am also hype. Apparently people didn't know that it takes place like literally as like soon. five minutes after. Yeah. People were like, why is Jack Jack still a baby? And they're like, because it's, it's a cartoon. Five minutes after the, the well, first are, one. Are the kids going to be the same actors and actresses? I believe all of, it's returning all of the cast members. Yeah, the I think cast. they were all old people I mean, anyway. What, like 17 years? That's a long time. Has it really been that or long? Or like 14 to 16. 14, it was 14 years. like 14, yeah. Oof. I don't know why 17 feels like so much more than 14, but. Yeah. <laughs> well, because 17 years ago, I was three. I was like a toddler. Fourteen years ago, I was six. So I was at least like in school at that point. Fourteen years is two thirds in my life. All right, let's avoid all these existential crises. <laughs> yes. uh, Twitter questions first. Brandon Wheeler at tar underscore wheels. What would your jersey number be? Let's split this into football and basketball and baseball. Excuse you. I have different numbers for each of them. Okay, well I'm going to ignore baseball. Uh, Me too. <laughs> For basketball, I'd probably go with twelve, just because like I I and I so I'll say it first. So basketball, I'd probably say twelve. Football, I'd probably say twenty-two, just because those are my two favorite numbers. Because my birthday is twelve twenty-two, <laughs> and I just thought that those numbers look good on jerseys. I don't know why. Like I just think it looks good. Um, every time I make a player in two K, I always give him the number twelve. Um, when I used to play Madden. I would make when they had the little make your own player thing. I would have him with a twenty-two, and now Christian McCaffrey wears twenty-two, so I can love the number even more. <laughs> in all three, I would be number thirteen. But if I had another number in football, I'd probably go twenty-five. You are so stereotypical wearing number thirteen. Ugh. It, you got a problem with that? It's stereotypical. Why? <laughs> 
I don't know. I just feel like 13 is a popular number. There's another scrub answer. Yeah, I mean, it is a scrub answer. You're, bro- you're, you're building up the argument for scrubness. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Love you, bud. Love you, mean it. Mm-hmm. I have different numbers. Did you really just miss that yeah, trash can three feet away? Trash boy. Scrub. <laughs> Anyway, I have a different number for all three sports. So in 2K, I always give myself number three because I got that number by chance two years in a row, freshman and sophomore year in Jubal. Did you just say the number three? Yeah. Are you, you're talking to me about cliche numbers. <laughs> Boy, if you don't get off this podcast, three. <laughs> three. You said, boy, <laughs> with the hand. Yeah, three. Warm it up. <laughs> I don't think there's a more cliche number. Maybe one. <laughs> yeah, but I at least have a real reason behind it. What? That is cliche and that everybody, there's probably other people. You have influences from other players that have number three. No. Because there's what a lot of... The reason why I wore number three is because freshman and sophomore year in Jubal, both years I got number three by chance. <laughs> And so now three is my basketball number. For baseball, I wear number six. Obvious reasons, that's my line number. That's six, though. Oh, my God. And six, though. Colby gets it. And for football, number 10, because Ryan Shazier, he's one of my influences. He's someone with alopecia, and he played football, and he's one of my favorite football players. And he wore number 10 in Ohio State. I have a better reason for wearing number three than you have for wearing number 13. 13, I'm Irish. Irish is 13. Lucky. I'm lucky 13. I disagree. And what? You, <laughs> you disagree? What? Aaron. <laughs> anyway. Keep digging that hole, buddy. The episode name will be Aaron as a scrub. Mav is offended. <laughs> I, in 2K, my player wears number 29. Um, cause I can't think of any like notable players that wore the number 29. I want to be the first one. So hmm. 29 bear football. I feel like I'd be a wide receiver. Um, I'll go 89. Good old Steve Smith. Oh, I love me some Smitty. Yeah. Um, what positions do y'all think y'all play in football? I think we put this on the rundown last week and didn't talk about it. Did Which- we talk about it? What we position talked we about play? it together. I don't think we. I don't think we about talked it right about it on here. the pod. Yeah. What position do you think you y'all play? In my heart, I would be a wide receiver, but I know I don't have hands, so <laughs> I would be a cornerback. In the ideal world, I would grow a foot and be a tight end because I'm still a receiver, but I still block. So, like a dual threat. I don't know what position I would play. I think that <laughs> I, I don't. I like a lot of positions in football. Now you're on, sounding like of, me. On de- <sighs> Are you a quality athlete? No, I know that I suck. <laughs> on defense, I'd probably want to be a linebacker. On offense, probably a wide receiver. I definitely, if we had to go back to the, uh, defense, I'd be a defensive end because I know I'd get burnt a lot if I was a corner or a safety. I feel like I'd be, a, I'd want to be a right receiver like David, but they'd put me at corner. Yeah, I would get put at corner. 
Um, next question from Ross at Ross, Ross Simon says, "Good Lord, uh, what is the acceptable? What's the line? An acceptable number of references to the turnover chain per day? Are y'all tired of it yet? I love it. I'm all about it. I don't care about. It. I think the it's turnover cool. chain song is my new anthem." <laughs> but an interesting point that Andrew Carter brought up is that the guy who made the turnover chain for Miami is the same guy that got banned from UNC Athletics. Yike. For creating it. For creating those kind of materials. Interessante. I still haven't got tired of it. I've actually grown to like it more. I used to, like when we played them, I kind of thought it was really annoying. Or like leading up to our matchup, I thought it was kind of annoying. But after seeing what they did to Notre Dame. I thought it was. I thought it was great. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah. I was annoyed with it after they played us, and then after Notre Dame, I was like, "Okay, I like it again." <laughs> uh, acceptable number of references. I mean, I feel like the requirement is one. If you aren't talking about it once a day, what are you doing? What are you talking about? School. <laughs> School. What? I think the limit does not exist. Of the maximum number of times you can use it a day. I think you should only be able to use it however many times they use the turnover chain in their last game. I think that should be a rule. Like the last game. So how did they have any turnovers against Virginia? I thought they had two. So we so the twice. Yes. <laughs> I know Aaron's already broken that. <laughs> Like mentioning it and passing to one person. Like this then... is all I think this is all one mention of the turnover chain. Yes. So I hope you all have another planned usage of the turnover chain after this. Uh I like to make it a little spontaneous. Ooh. You know, I like to keep it, you know. Keep it hot, keep it fresh. On their peats, as you said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh trivia this week. I did we win? I think we did. Yeah, we, we beat the Trumpets yeah, we did. pretty said, handily. They said it was a tie on here. Oh, that was from last that's week. That's just carried oh. over from like... Because I copy and paste it. Update over. <laughs> the rundown, dang it. <laughs> Once again, I mean, we're really just... We're saving ourselves when it comes to six degrees of separation. That's what's helping us out a lot. Yes. Um, so... I suck in the music. I just do. Between Adam and Carla, I think they we save us. well. Yeah. Paul's also good at recognizing music. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know. I know a lot of random stuff. I like the puzzles, and I can do that stuff, and I'm, I'm decent at six degrees. Yeah. Aaron doesn't do much. Excuse you. <laughs> I have a solid at least three answers, and I, I usually get one or two in the general knowledge. I get one every two weeks in music. I contribute a lot in the puzzle round, and I name random actors during Six Degrees. <laughs> I just keep shouting out names in movies and hope that something lines up. This week's trivia question. This week's trivia question. Roy Williams won his 400th game at Carolina on Wednesday against Bucknell. How many of those wins came at home? If you know the answer, tweet it to us at NeverMadePod, and if you're the first person, you will get a shout-out on the podcast and a firm handshake from Mav. Anything else this week? I had an even more Stugatzian moment at Trivia on Thursday than I did last week on the podcast. Go on. You and Evan were talking. <laughs> I don't even remember what you were talking about. 
I think we were talking about whataboutism, which was the answer to one of the questions. I thought it was the kickoff. Oh, it was the kickoff. It we was the kickoff, the kickoff, and I had something to say, and I kept <laughs> trying to interject in the conversation, and I kept getting cut off. <laughs> and eventually, what I wanted to say started with how, and eventually, after like the seventh or eighth time of me getting cut off by you or Evan, I just went, how, 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 if we're until, having a conversation. <laughs> well, you were having it in like a group of people, so <laughs> you would think that other people can <laughs> contribute. And I just I just said how over and over until they let me talk. <laughs> and I was very proud of it. Just keep on adding to the scrubness, Aaron. <laughs> My family was next to Mav's family last night at Outback. <laughs> we, stumbled, <laughs> we stumbled upon each other. That was fun. Nice. Did either of y'all have a Bloomin' Onion? Uh, no, my, they uh, trash. We have, they're not trash. What? I love blooming onions. It's a lot to eat, though. I had I had me a nine ounce steak. Father got him an eighteen ounce steak and destroyed it, and I was proud. Shout out to Mav's dad. Mm-hmm. He has a firm handshake. I can see where he gets. I can see where Mav gets it from. Yeah, OG <laughs> Papa Mav. <laughs> I finally finished all my student teaching for this semester. Yay. And I just want to point out that the way that I ended my day was <laughs> I went, yes, the cupcake. So we were at lunch. Oh, a lot of the kids go into the band room to eat lunch. And uh, one of them had a, a box of cupcakes. Um, They're like, Mr. Rivero, do you want a cupcake? And I went, heck yes. So I got my cupcake. Lifted. This is as I was walking out the door to leave for the last time. I pick up the cupcake, start walking. I hear a screech and I turn around and somebody tried to take a cupcake from the box forcefully and it tips the whole box over and it landed icing first on the ground. It landed icing first on the ground. And I heard her screaming, why would you do that? Why would you try and take my cupcakes without asking? And he was like, I don't know. I just really wanted to (laughs) just high school stupidity. And I look at them. And I look at my cupcake, and, you give and I look back at them, and I say, bye, Felicia. And I, <laughs> I eat this cupcake, walk out the door, and I don't deal with it. Because <laughs> I said, that is not my job. Right? That is above your pay grade. It's not my job anymore. <laughs> oh, no. And that's how I ended my six weeks no. of student teaching. <laughs> that's great. Gonna end up so much happier. <laughs> it did end up happy. I got a cupcake and I finished my teaching. <laughs> I was pretty happy. <laughs> oh, anything else going once? <laughs> going twice. So if you want to find us, you can find us at the reverseheat.co. Leave a rating on iTunes. Five stars, please. You can find Aaron on Scrub Mountain. <laughs> He'll be there for a couple days. I feel attacked right now. <laughs> Anything you like? Ever I am not nearly as much of a scrub as you make it seem to be. I don't know. The numbers say otherwise. Aaron. <laughs> I want a statistical analysis of this. I'll give you the box score. <laughs> uh, or didn't like. <laughs> be sure to let us know via our Twitter at NeverMatePod. Thank you, fake. Yep, yep. Words. Jake, thanks. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.